coffee in the big time. That's right, cup of coffee in the big time with cuz, yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. Mmm, yeah. Drinking my coffee like I might like my video game consoles, yeah, strong and black. That's why I got an Xbox Series X, not a PlayStation 5, yeah. Welcome to Cup of Coffee in the Big Time, episode two. Recording this on June 9th. It is a Wednesday morning. And I will be releasing this tomorrow, June 10th, in the morning. So you can enjoy this episode of Cup of Coffee in the Big Time, yeah. With your cup of coffee in the morning. Going to cover a couple topics today. Uh, you know, got to follow up since last week we did the, uh, you know, the inception of where cup of coffee in the big time came from. I think it's only, only fitting to follow up with another promo. What do people normally have with their cup of coffee? What do they put in their cup of coffee if they don't like to drink it straight black? They put cream. That's right, because the cream rises to the top. Especially when you're the cream of the crap. Yeah. So yeah, so this will be, uh, I think, the format going forward. I think we'll always open up with a uh, promo in the beginning. And then we'll do a topic and another topic. Maybe three topics. Tops. A cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk that's what we're going to open up the show with. So grab your cup of coffee if you haven't, or take that first sip. Mmm, yeah. And let's get started with Cup of Coffee in the Big Time Episode 2, yeah. Now, the Cup of Coffee in the Big Time is a very, very famous promo from Macho Man Randy Savage. But you know what? Macho Man has a treasure chest. Tre- <laughs> Treasure chest full of great promos, of great gems, if you will. Now, on Primetime Wrestling, May 11th, 1987, Macho Man follows up. It's almost like Macho Man purposely followed up with the creamer. With the creamer. I just laugh just because I'm thinking of it right now. And, and, you know, we already know what we're going to see because I'm going to play that video for you. But it was almost like Macho Man was like, yeah, well, I, I did the cup of coffee, yeah. I remember seeing that little cart of a uh, little box of creamers over there too. You know what? I'm going with that next. Yeah. Like Macho Man knew. And Macho Man is just so good at he it, on the fly. Macho Man can just create any promo. And it, it, if, if there's a wrestling school out there, you know, where they're uh, trained, well, obviously there are wrestling schools out there that train you on how to cut promos. But if, if they're showing videos, any, any of Macho Man's better be, like the main piece of footage that they're going to show for learning materials on how to cut promos because Macho Man was just, he was, he was the best. And he even ends this video by, you know, letting you know how he felt and speaking the truth. So yes, this promo was cut on primetime wrestling on May 11th, 1987. This was after Macho Man had already lost the, Intercontinental Championship, yeah, to at WrestleMania three to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, uh huh. And he cuts a great promo. He follows up his cup of coffee in the big time promo with, you know, like I said, what goes better with coffee? Creamer. 
It's almost like Macho Man was just doing part two of his cup of coffee in the big time promo with this. The cream always rises to the top, which Macho Man does in this excellent promo. And he even begins to talk about the Intercontinental title must fall. But not only the Intercontinental, he even starts to allude to going after the WWF title must fall. Yeah. So let's, uh, you know what? I'm going to play this video for you guys. I think it's time. I think it's time that we stop flicking around and we just, uh, you know, we play the video for you. So let's get that cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. Let's get that cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. I'm going to play this for you guys right now. Let's watch the genius in action. It's a day that I'm certain my guest at this not time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Means nothing. 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 Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? More. I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. My doesn't work more since I don't have the beard. got more to offer <laughs> President Jack Tunney. He's like a magician here. Yeah, He's pulling creamers out of nowhere. Right now, cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, they are. WrestleMania three. Hey, let me see it. Yeah. Okay. Let me see it out loud. All right, all right. And let me point to the president. Yeah, intensity. He switches back and forth between intensity and then just going back to being humorous. Yeah. There you go. I am the cream. <laughs> Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait, a, minute, and there is no wait, wait a minute. You mean Gene Okerlund. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Yes. Can't deny it. Though, Randy, I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, I the do. distinguished president of the World Wrestling I actually Federation, do. I blame Jack Tunney. Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Outside interference here. Yeah. In my yeah. moment of glory. Yeah, no, I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. And now, not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt must fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Because Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. And there is no one that does it better than the showman Randy Savage. <laughs> off balance doesn't matter. I'm I love that. On balance, off balance. In the World because the creamer fell and off his head. Even talking to President Jack Tunney, yeah. I'm on my way. And nothing is going to stop me. Nothing's gonna stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy and I. I like how he just naturally flows with that. He puts the creamer on his head. He's balancing it, and then it falls off. On balance, off balance. She's on the outside. And he naturally flows into his promo. Yeah, she does. Zero, yeah, pure athlete, yeah, and I've been, yeah, maligned from the top to the bottom, and because they can't handle the macho man Randy Savage. Why? The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. True words have never been spoken there. Nobody does it better. And that is the truth. Especially at that time. You gotta admit, no one, no one did it better. Uh, promos? The, the total package. Hulk Hogan did great promos, of course. I, I guess it depends on your on your taste of promos. On, on If you think the over-the-top, what you're gonna do, brother, when these 24-inch by thought, you know, if, if, you know, it depends on your style of promos. And Macho Man, he was over-the-top, but I don't know, he just so naturally gifted in, in the way he can put promos together. It's like he's always just cutting them on the fly. He, he probably thinks about them backstage before he goes on camera. I'm sure he's walking back and forth, pacing, uh, coming up with things to say or to include in his promo, like cup of coffee, creamers, um, all that stuff. 
But man, no no one did it better. Macho Man was the best. Macho Man was the best. And like I said, truer words have never been smoking. Nobody does it better. But yeah, just just even that, like with the whole balancing the creamer on his head and it falls off and he, and he mixes that into the promo saying on balance, off balance. It just he, he just naturally goes with the flow to fit in his promo on the fly. Like it's it's crazy. Macho Man's the best. Macho Man is the best. and He will always be one of the best for sure. Well, that's the uh, promo of the morning here. And the uh, the next topic that I would like to uh, to cover here is actually uh, something that took place about 22 years ago. And uh, that thing I'm talking about right now is actually let me uh, bring the image up. That's right. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> so already by looking at the picture and me quoting that, I'm sure a lot of you know what I'm referring to. This was the uh, infamous uh, higher power program with the uh, ministry, the corporation and the ministry of darkness, two separate factions that joined, joined together uh, that were actually feuding with each other. But this happened June 7th, 1999. And this was on a Monday Night Raw, by the way. And basically, so this whole storyline, it built up to this, but basically throughout 1999, Undertaker and the Ministry of Darkness, that was Undertaker's group, were feuding with, you know, WWF owner, Mr. Command, trying to gain control of the Federation. And I'm sure a lot of you remember all the infamous promo or uh, uh, scenes with like Undertaker trying to go after Stephanie, trying to kidnap her. uh, And then. You know, Vince started to slowly like, oh, screw the corporation. Not that he said screw the corporation, but, you know, he was the leader of the corporation. And then it was obvious he was distracted because the the Ministry of Darkness, they were coming after Stephanie and they were trying to kick, uh, kidnap her. And then because of this, because of Vince being distracted, Shane McMahon said, you know what, Pops, you got to go. You're not in the corporation anymore. You know, you, Pat Patterson and Briscoe, you're out. And basically, Shane was saying, like, you're not the man that you were before. You know, you're not the the man with the, the grapefruits, the genetic jackhammer. Yeah. Shane was saying, you lost touch of that. You lost sight of that. So he kicked him out. And uh, so all that was going on in 1999. That was around April. And heading into WrestleMania 15, Vince McMahon started his feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin for the entire year there. Uh, and by that time... uh the corporation, they were all involved in the feud. The Rock was Vince McMahon's, you know, champion, his counter to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And at Backlash that year, that's when actually the uh, Ministry of Darkness kidnapped Stephanie. And Undertaker, you know, tried to marry her, sacrifice her. Remember when, you know, he had, he had her kidnapped and sacrificed her and the whole cross with Stone Cold Steve Austin on the cross and everything. Uh, but Stone Cold ruined that little wedding ceremony. Um, even the union you know, partook in all that. They, uh, Ken Shamrock and, and Big Show tried to rescue Stephanie McMahon. Uh, so that's when Stone Cold had to come in to save the day. The corporation actually wanted to help Stephanie, but that's when Shane's like, no, no, it's a trap. It's a trap. And on the very first episode of SmackDown, yes, right, the pilot episode of SmackDown, April 27th, that's when The Undertaker merged the Ministry of Darkness with the corporation to form the corporate ministry. All of a sudden, these two groups that were feuding with each other, they just like, they forgot about it. And 
the reason that one of the reasons they did that was because they looked at Stone Cold Steve Austin as their common enemy, common foe. So we're going to join together. We're going to join together when we're going to stop Stone Cold Steve Austin and I will marry Stephanie, not Triple H. <laughs> so during all that, when that all started to happen, Undertaker started talking about this higher power. I worship a higher power. He is in a robe. And he will reveal himself to the world. I don't know if that was exact quotes, but basically, under uh, Undertaker, you know, started talking about the higher power. He decided to offer it to Austin, offer this greater power to Austin. Basically wanted to reveal himself to Austin. And on June 7th, Monday Night Raw, 1999. It is time for that video. And this video, it, I, it brings back memories, man. Like, I, 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 I loved it. The, the, just, just the, uh, the reveal. Because, and you're going to hear Jim Ross, Jim Ross's response to it. You're going to hear Jim, the way Jim Ross reacts to it. And it's going to be great. Because his reaction was basically how I'm sure everybody felt. Everybody felt. I don't know if you're if you were let down or if it was one of those like of course it was going to be this guy, of course it was going to be Vince. I I remember thinking as a kid when you know because I used to watch WWF, WCW both both Monday night shows religiously when I was a kid. And I drink a cup of coffee, yeah. And I remember thinking like hoping it was someone jumping ship from WCW, you know, someone high up or you know a big star. Coming from, you know, basically a big star coming from outside of the WWE to come to the WWE, the WWF at the time. So I think a lot of people were expecting something like that. And Jim Ross's reactions, that was, that was all of our sentiments. And, you know, I'm going to play that video for you guys right now. So let's, uh, let's get into this. Here we go! Oh. Who could it be? <laughs> Jim Ross, you can tell he was so disappointed. Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, Damn, I cannot believe he... You tricked us there, bud. You all bought it. We did. You all bought it. We all thought someone else. and sinker. <laughs> you all bought it. They did. Uh, Jerry Lawler, like, you didn't buy it either. They did. <laughs> Every damn one of you were made fools of. You're a fool, JR. <laughs> Jerry Lawler's. Listen to that crowd, man. What is that crowd, man? Come on. Well, they bought the ball. Stone Cold Steve Austin made me fool you. He made me because Austin. Trying to make Stone Cold the heel. Teach you a lesson that you would never forget. Forget. And now, Austin. Austin, now you know there is no price I will not pay. There is no depth that I will not stoop to make your life here on Earth, Austin, a total, complete living hell. <laughs> 
Uh, let's get that stupid ad out of there. Or freaking uh, get busted for that one. Don't worry, I'll block that out. So, yeah, that's that's the uh, the infamous promo there of uh, Vince McMahon. It was me, Austin. And that happened 22 fucking years ago. I can't believe that. 22 years ago. 22 years ago. How is that? I, I, I don't even understand that. I don't, I don't get that, how, how that much time has already passed by. I, it makes me sad. It makes me feel old. I am old, kind of. Not really. Age is just a number. Remember that. But yeah, so that, that, that was the infamous It Was Me Austin higher power reveal promo of Vince McMahon. And the whole entire, like, the whole entire thing, the, the whole, like, Vince pretending to be aligned with Austin and feuding with the corporate ministry and everything, that was all just to get revenge on Stone Cold. Everything was just revenge on Stone Cold. Which then Linda and Stephanie... You know, because Linda was also involved in that at some point. She was a victim of the whole, you know, corporation, ministry, all that happening. And that's when she steps down as CEO to of the company. And she's named Stone Cold Steve Austin as her successor, her replacement for that. And they were uh, both Linda and Stephanie started signing their shares over to Austin to further, you know, the storyline. And. He's, you know, that's that's just how it all, you know, th- th- there's more into it. You know, we'd have to, like, do a whole segment on that whole, like, feud and everything. But that's basically what happens. That that That's basically, you know, after the reveal and, and you know, finding out that <laughs> McMahon, that, that's how insane he's gone, like, in kayfabe, in story mode, you know, from the context of storyline. That's how insane and how obsessive the Vince McMahon character was feuding with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He went to that level. He stooped to that low, plotting the, the, the kidnapping of Stephanie and, and making all this drama and all this feuding between the two factions and then joining them together just so he can get revenge on Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Vince McMahon is the greatest heel of all time in all wrestling. Can't, I, 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 would, I, I wish you could say we could debate that because then we can say, you know, um, you know, name a wrestler that was the greatest heel of all time but it's vince vince is the greatest heel of all time that's it's not even an opinion i think it's fact so those are the two segments now i do want to touch base a little bit on something here um because we do like to talk about nostalgia and things that bring back that feeling of nostalgia speaking of nostalgia in your house anytime i think of in your house I think of my childhood, just like all, I don't even need to say that anymore. Anything that we think of wrestling, Attitude Era, before Attitude Era, that's probably everyone's childhood, so. But, you know, you got those certain, like, those certain images, the sounds, the smells that bring back nostalgia, and when I see the In Your House logo, that brings back a lot of nostalgia for me, and I cherish it. I love it. And this Sunday... We have a chance to intertwine nostalgia with the modern day, yeah, the modern time of In Your House, NXT. This Sunday, June 13th, we're going to have the second In Your House under the NXT banner. And it's going to be, you know, they're going to have it at the Capitol Wrestling Center. And it's actually going to be the 35th NXT TakeOver event, the 29th In Your House event 
And it'll be the obviously it's going to be the second one under NXT. But this is going to be the first in your house pay-per-view since St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So that's a cool little little bit of history there uh, as far as the um, the history of in your house goes. And uh, I'm looking forward to this card, man. Uh, This match or sorry, this this card is going to be awesome. I think so. I think it's going to be awesome. And the, we'll start with the card. Let's do a brief rundown of the matches here. So first match. Well, we don't know what order these matches are going to be in, but as far as the card has it listed, we have Bronson Reed, North American champion, with MSK, who I, I really like this tag team a lot. They are going to be facing Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Mendoza. And it's going to be a winner-takes-all six-man tag team match. The NXT North American title and the NXT Tag Team Champions, which are held by Bronson Reed and MSK, respectively. Then you have Raquel Gonzalez, and she will be taking on Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship. I don't see Ember Moon winning that. I think Raquel needs to... I think she's, they're going to establish her as the uh, a long-reigning, dominating champion. She's perfect for that. In a grudge match, you have Mercedes Martinez versus Zili. Or Zaylee, sorry. Zaylee. Um, I like Zaylee a lot. Mercedes Martinez, I, I know she's really good, and I know she has an MMA background. Um, so I, I was gonna think I you know, I was almost thinking because I saw clips of it on or sorry, I saw highlights from NXT this past uh Wednesday, yesterday, Tuesday, Tuesday, I forgot it's on Tuesday, yesterday, and I was watching the highlights and they showed uh Mercedes Martinez, she was coming out to uh, wrestle. Zaya attacked her from behind, and they had a little back and forth. And then I started kind of remembering, like, oh, yeah, Mercedes has a MMA background, and Zaya is a great striker. She also has a martial arts background. So, actually, I started thinking, I was like, that? Because at first, I was like, eh, you know, storyline-wise, I'm not really interested. But as far as the match goes, I'm sure it's going to be a hard-hitting match. I'm sure it's going to be a slobber knocker, as GR would like to say. So, that might actually be a fun, exciting match. Uh, probably Zaya's going to win that one. I'm guessing. Also, I guess I should do my predictions. Um, well, I kind of did already. I said Raquel's going to, re- I think she's going to retain. I think Zaya will win this match. I think Bronson Reed and MSK will win their match. Bronson just got the, the North American title and MSK just won it at the last takeover. Um, WrestleMania weekend, I believe if I'm not mistaken, which I think that was when they won it. Um, excellent, excellent showing by MSK. I, 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 those guys are exciting to watch. Uh, they gave me that feeling back in the day when I was watching the Hardy Boys come up. And when you saw that their, their matches, you're always excited to see their matches. You're always wondering what, what they're going to do next. And MSK, they they give me that that feeling again. That's why I love NXT. NXT just does it so much better. In the latter match for the Million Dollar Championship. <laughs> Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight. Now, this match, I am really looking forward to. Ladder match, you know, what else do you need to say? Two very talented wrestlers. Cameron Grimes, his gimmick, I, you know, I'm starting to starting to feel a little more. I, I, I didn't really care for it at first, um, but, you know, he's really committed to that character, and he does a great job with that character and getting the points across, get, getting getting the character across to the, the crowd. I mean, the crowd's behind him. They, they always chant his to the moon with him. So, and L.A. Knight, man. I always felt like he, even when he when he was first in NXT, he he started sounding like The Rock. So I hope it doesn't become that thing where it's like you're trying too much to be like The Rock. But his swagger, the the way he talks, the mannerisms, it reminds me of The Rock a lot. 
which could be a good thing. Um, but LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, that, I'm sure that's going to be a great match. And you, God damn it, NXT, WWE, Triple H, you better have a feud with LA Knight and Dexter Lemus because that right there screams, now it's not going to be similar, that screams The Rock and Stone Cold, that type of chemistry as far as characters go. Uh, so I, I really hope they can do that. I, I hope they can uh, pull off a great feud with that. Uh, I don't see Dexter Lemus on the card, but Johnny Gargano is fighting in the main event. So he has kind of been feuding with uh, the way Johnny Gargano's faction. So the main event, the final, the fatal five way for the NXT championship, you have Karrion Cross, who is the champion versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano and Pete Dunne. I don't see Finn Balor on here and that's actually kind of surprising. I know he just lost his second match against Karrion Cross for the NXT championship. His rematch he lost. So I, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with that. I actually didn't watch most of this week's or last week's uh, other than the highlights from the, the Finn Balor and Karrion Cross match. I just haven't had time to watch wrestling um, on a weekly basis. I just can't keep up. Can't keep up. Sorry guys. That's life for you. And um, what else is sad about life is when you finish your cup of coffee, that means the show is over, ladies and gentlemen. That means the show is over. Yeah. So that'll do it for this uh, this week's episode of Cup of Coffee in the Big Time. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments if there's anything you would like covered on Cup of Coffee in the Big Time. We're going to do it. This, this is the format we're going to use now. Um, we're going to always open up with a promo. We'll open up with the promo. And then we'll do something like maybe a segment or a match. And then the third one could be something random like like covering the NXT card. Uh, maybe maybe uh, we'll cover other wrestling organizations, other promotions that are having pay-per-views coming up just to give a rundown of the card. Or something, you know, the third topic can be random. And then I'm even thinking about doing a little bonus content for the uh, YouTube side of things where we look at funny pictures in wrestling or what, what kind of funny pictures are out there related to wrestling. Uh, there, there's a lot, a lot of those out there. So I, I think we can do a maybe bonus segment on YouTube because obviously we wouldn't work out in the audio version because you want to be able to see the pictures. So, But with that being said, as always, as Dave would say, you can find us on YouTube at Our Wrestling Podcast. It's not Our Wrestling Channel. We haven't had it. We've had it as Our Wrestling Podcast for a long time. So I don't know what Dave's talking about, but Our Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified for new episodes, especially now if we're going to be doing more content like this. Uh, if you want to be notified whenever a random episode of a cup of coffee comes out or unscripted or whatever it may be, you'll be notified. You click that bell. And then if you want to listen to the audio versions of our podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. This has been Cuz with a cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, episode two. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy your day.